Last time on Home, an HBO Boys D&D experience. You all stand in the office of Mayor Tessa Van Gorp. We don't punish survivors around here, but if you're going to be around, you must prove to be useful. And to that end, I have a little job for you three. There are still taxes to be paid. The- Bullshit! Whoa, Jesus. (laughs) Fuck that shit. While Tess is talking, the door to the right of the staircase, the new black door that has been installed, just had a flash of purple light happen behind it. I'll pay you three lots every time you come back with these applicable taxes. What's a lot? Lots are Mm, mm -hmm. heck on earth currency. And your first assignment will be collecting taxes from bonkers and the jump. To be honest, we're already kind of doing a favor for a talking statue. We knock on the door and go back in the room to see the mayor. When you walk back into the room, she is no longer sitting at her desk and the room is empty. Let's go to the flashy door. If only there was somebody with us who's really good at getting into locked doors. Oh man, James knows how to do that. Oh yeah, I mean, (laughs) I know how to get into locked doors because I love the YouTube channel, The Lockpicking Lawyer, and not because I do illegal things. In the middle of the room is a teleportation circle. Yeah, let's get out of here. Yep, I go up we... the, I, I run out and I go up the spiral staircase. Same. On the walls of this room are maps of Clinton. The maps must mean something. Maybe obtaining those maps would be helpful. What I gathered out of that teleportation room and, and the map that had a bunch of purple dots on it is that all those dots are different teleportation rooms. Did you happen to see if there was a dot on the town hall? There was a dot, in fact, on the town hall. She wasn't even there when we came back then the second time. Why don't we just go in a third time, and if she's not there, we just take it. There is still a map on the desk of Tessa Van Gorp. I very gently and quietly pick up the papers. Can you roll me a sleight of hand check? (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ! What is this? Natural 20. You... Pick up the map. James floats to the ground. As you are leaving, you do see that Tessa Van Gorp is standing now in the window, watching you three leave. In her office, the purple light shines once more. Well, this is going to be more fun than I ever thought it could be. I'm starting to think we maybe shouldn't have gotten that map, boys. (laughs) There is no place like home Hello and welcome to episode 3 of Home, an HBO Boys D&D experience, a new actual play campaign brought to you by your local HBO Boys. Uh, this is episode three, and uh, there is some housekeeping to take care of prior to beginning, and these are the things that we must take care of. Number one, last episode I said the sunset at some point. It didn't. There, there's mm. a bubble. That's like the whole thing. I listened back. I was like, that's not real. When the sun sets, it's like 15% less bright inside the generally opaque bubble. Everyone understand that. And if I say something about the sun setting in the future, know that I'm just dumb. <laughs> also, I've said Tessa's name three different ways at some point. It is Tessa Von Gorp with an O. But I'm honestly just going to keep calling her Tessa because I mess it up every time. Also, after this episode airs uh, this week, 
this month is a cavalcade of vacations. So there won't be an episode of Home next week. Hopefully there will be one the week after that. And then it's going to skip again. It basically is going to become bi-weekly for the month of July if all works out. This isn't our jobs. And it's hard to make a podcast every week. Speaking of. Uh, help us make this our jobs by going to patreon.com slash H-B-O-B-O-I-Z for one or more dollar a month. You get to make this our jobs. That's, I think, what I'm going to say from now on. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great pitch. Yeah. And general housekeeping notes for uh, our players. We have James, Adam, and Chad. James, you have 33 blueberries left. You're wearing eight pocketed cargo shorts. And in Japan, they called you Mr. Charisma. Uh, Adam, <laughs> you are a no-nonsense badass who hates bikes. And Chad, before we begin, <laughs> I hate bikes well, and, and Chad. And Chad's like the leader, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Before we begin this week, we will have another super sweet flashback from your past, Chad. What does that flashback scene look and or sound like? Right. Well, first point of order, Jesus knowing Christ. that the sun never sets, I would like to change my light cantrip to something else. <laughs> You might be in a dark room. Yeah. The light cantrip helped you immensely last episode, but mm. do what you want. Yeah, but only because this, but the sun never, whatever. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> you see a man in a dark room, a clean shaven face lit only by the three monitors of his computer. Flashes on the screen show words like firewall bypassed, mainframe accessed, and DB unlocked. A robotic female voice echoes in the darkness. Download complete. Good luck. The man closes a few windows on the screens. Social Security Office, DMV, Education Records, Map of Clinton, HBO Boys Podcast Master Playlist. (laughs) Then he removes a thumb drive and puts it in his pocket. The scene fades to an alleyway near the Clinton Antique Shop. A man with a big, bushy beard is purchasing a DeLorean. He's dressed to impress, stylish button-down, big bushy beard as stated previously, glasses with flip-down shades. You hear murmuring, something about... Meeting up with some old friends, it's unclear. The clean-shaven man pulls out his phone, already recording. Target acquired. I, the notorious hacker Jake Lochner, known internationally as DB Jake Unlocker. There's no DB I can't unlock. Send this message to all the believers in me out there. This is my last transmission. If I am successful, you will never hear from me again. Power to the algorithm. He stops his recording and smashes his phone on the ground. Cut to Clinton Gas. The bearded man just finishes paying for a full tank of gas in his new DeLorean. When he gets in the car, Jake Lochner sits in the passenger seat. A flash of light and a muffled thud is heard from outside. Cut to me, stepping out of the DeLorean, flipping down my new sunglasses and adjusting my big bushy beard as I prepare to enter the home of Ryan Brady. I have a lot of questions. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Number one. So did you cut off Chad Tower's beard and then crazy glue it to your face? Yes, I did. Okay. Number Amazing. two, you couldn't have chosen a dead guy to take their identity. You had to go with an alive person. I apparently have an objective. Sure. Apparently? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so James and Adam are currently unaware that their friend Chad Tower is recently, as of today, dead as fuck. And uh-huh. a hacker has taken his identity, <laughs> and that is you. The the internationally notorious hacker named D.B. Jake Lochner. Yes, Clinton, Connecticut, a hotbed for international hackers. <laughs> Wonderful, Chad. 
That sounds great. I, uh, or should I say, <laughs> Jake? <laughs> we port Chad. back to Clinton. It is now 11 p.m. on the day in which you have gained your powers. A lot has happened today. As you three walk out onto Route 1 in front of the town hall, now having a map in hand, you hear from across the street, from behind a tree that sits at the bottom of the hill, that the largest building in town lay, the Congregational Church. Psst! Come here! Hey! Get the fuck over here! I'm serious. The hell? We don't have time for your timid ass bullshit. I, you guys hear that? Psst, of yeah, course I do. I hear it too. Because I'm the one saying it. Get the fuck over here. Do I see this person? Yeah. You see a hooded figure leaning from behind a tree. You can't make out his face, but he is actively calling you over. And he goes, follow me. Fuck. Does this, uh, and this person looks human. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, absolutely. Five, I'm fucking going following five, that person. 10, five eleven. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even talk to my friends. I just walk towards that person. Understood. Chad, you follow this hooded figure Wonder. behind the church. Adam and James, do you also comply? Yes. Yeah. He keeps walking until he is in Indian River Cemetery. He stops at the oh. top of the hill in front of Reverend Abraham Pearson Jr.'s grave, a man you know better as the Living Statue, Abe. Ugh, fuck. I apologize for the cloak and dagger of all this, but there are listening ears and prying eyes all over this godforsaken place. Are you okay? You sound like you're in pain. I'm, yeah, yeah. It, to be where I'm standing right now is weird as fuck. I haven't been down here in a long goddamn time. It's all burning. This fucking body is gross and weird. I don't like it, and I don't need to be here for any longer than I have to be. So just, just fucking... Just fucking listen. This body. Yeah, what? <laughs> oh, excuse You're me? You're not excused. You can call me Mr. Butterfly. I work for oh. one of the big guys. Do you have an understanding of what's happening currently? Like, do, do you know what the fuck is going on here even? No. No. Not at all. <laughs> but I also was not very clear on what was going on before all this started. <laughs> Detached from reality. Jesus fucking Christ. And by the way, don't take the fact that I'm using Jesus's name as that he is the true God or any of that shit or that I work for him. I don't. No, it's just an expletive. I understand. Correct. Okay. So have you figured out how to get rid of the bubble? Wh- uh, what bubble? The one above. What bubble? Are you out of your cotton pick in mind? Look up, bitch. I look up. Do you see it? An electric pulse like. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? Is Jake Lockner a moron or has Chad not been listening? <laughs> <laughs> who's who's Jay Clockner? Oh, oh yeah, no, I see the bubble. Yeah, no, uh, I was gonna like see. Could we like just leave? Like, are we trapped in this bubble? Uh, Mister Butterfly averts his gaze from Chad to Adam. <laughs> okay. okay, Jesus Christ! Again, expletive. Not my boss. <laughs> so you haven't figured out how to get rid of the bubble? No. But wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Where? Who are you? Mr. Butterfly. Where'd you come from? It's fucking space for all you're concerned. Don't worry about it. Well, okay. Has Abe been helping you? I mean, he's been kind of guiding us. Yeah, I wouldn't wouldn't, say help. I wouldn't call it help. He's been there. (laughs) Right. He's been present. For a little bit. When we go and talk to him. Generally. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's more than I. What do you know? Could have hoped for. Listen. Yeah. 
Who are you? Mr. Butterfly, I've made that perfectly clear multiple times. <laughs> there are external forces sowing the seeds of your failure all over this place around Shit. here. Okay? Ones that shouldn't be here in the first place. Tess is the least of your problems right now. My advice? Do not go out at night. Always be wary of your surroundings and whatever you do, no matter what. At that moment, Mr. Butterfly looks past Adam, like behind you guys, and uh, says, oh, gotta go, and just gone. Nice guy. Yeah, yeah. Which way, did did he run? No, 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 he's just disappeared. Just evaporated, yeah. Oh, Uh, so I turn around. What did he look, what did he see? Uh, Roll a perception check for me. That's, that's, I did really good. Um, I got a five. That's the opposite of good, and you see nothing. Oh. So, it is now 11 p.m., and the three members of Team Jack have a map of the town that you've recently stolen from Mayor Tessa, a warning from a shadowy figure given to you in a creepy graveyard, and fatigue, just general fatigue from a day of gathering and gaining otherworldly powers and then subsequently sparring with demon spawns in a setting that you are unfamiliar yet familiar in. What are you guys going to do? So so usually I use the sun to judge when I should be tired, but I feel like I'm tired, but the sun has not yet set. Sure. So I think maybe we should we should address this. Yeah. Okay, I mean, I got a kind of big tent in the commuter lot. I just keep it there for, for reasons. I, I live somewhere else. But right. we could sleep there, uh, the three of us, if you guys don't mind. We could all share the same sleeping bag. Sexy. Um, I mean, I will, I'll use the tent. You guys have absolutely seen that there is enough space in Abe's lair for you to be. Like, if you wanted, you had to ask him to stay, but like... It's not cluttered in there. Or if ever the house is abandoned, we could just find the nicest house in town and sleep there. That's true. You know, I think we should stay in Sal DeMarco's. That's where this all started. I think we need to stay in this area as well. Yeah. So we're going to camp out in Sal DeMarco's, make some chicken cutlet. Wait, wait, we we need to... Is there anything else in this area that would give us any information of what this Mr. Butterfly brought us to the cemetery for. Can I see that? Can I can I do a perception check? The only or thing you know late? is that he stopped in front of Abe's gravesite and he asked you about the bubble. He seemed wary or half surprised that Abe was being helpful and then saw something behind you guys that you could not perceive which either scared him or caused him for some other reason to poof disappear what, what is the what is the saying? engraving on the gravestone um i don't know uh, off the top of my head but know that it's like what was there prior it hasn't changed okay so it's not there's no relevance to the abe's gravestone yeah is up top so it's as far away from the road as you could have gotten in the graveyard okay so we're like the far back all right, so so we need to remember that this graveyard has some significance. I, I, I did a quick look. I didn't see anything that looked all that incredible here. Mm-hmm. Maybe can I make an investigation check and just kind of like look more closely at maybe his grave? I mean, we were brought here. It's not it's not a coincidence that we were brought here. Can I like investigate instead of perceive? Sure. I want to do that because I'm better at it anyway. That's better. Mm-hmm. And investigation is plus five. So I got an eight, a 17. 17. Okay. So this seems like a very normal grave. Uh, From what you can see, it doesn't look like anything has been dug up recently. Uh, The grave stones are uh, dirty. Also, it's very dark here. Mm -hmm. So uh, 
even with I cast a very, light. Okay, you cast light, <laughs> and it doesn't get any better. All the things around you are what you see and feel. With that role, though, <laughs> what I will say is that you do have a feeling of unease. Like, you're being watched. And it's not by, like, it doesn't feel like what Mr. Butterfly was perhaps referring to. It seems like Mr. Butterfly saw, like, a specific thing or a specific right. it, force. His his theme seemed immediate. This seems kind of like... You're standing moving. in a place that causes general unease for mm. some reason. Um, <laughs> okay, we got to remember this place is important, but guys, I got to take a nap. You're Tai Tai? Uh, I'm sorry? Are you Tai Tai? You, I mean, you can call me Ty if you want. I'm, I'm Chad. You're Ty Ty. <laughs> um, All right. Hey, <laughs> I have this, you know, I just turned into this bard um, magic person, and uh, I can do this thing called detect magic. You have made this exact speech before. <laughs> <laughs> you have, yeah. Do you want to, like... <sighs> You know. So what, what you're trying to tell me is that you somehow know a song that yeah. will allow you to detect magic? I, I, it seems so. Let's hear the song. I'm really interested in this, this type of music. La-da-da-dee, la-da-da-da, there is magic nice. all around moi. Yes, nice. Or maybe not, Right. but let's check it out, Right. and maybe we'll see... What it's all about. Nice. What's your favorite color, Adam? Uh, blue. All right. Like dark blue, like a like a metallic dark blue. All right. So I cast Detect Magic around the gravestone. I want to do that. Understood. Is anything. So right. Detect Magic works and it's a radius. So like you, you oh, see, yeah, yeah. yeah, you see within the radius. 10 minutes for 30, 30 feet. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So you cast detect magic and near the gravestone slash in the grave itself, uh, there is nothing magical occurring. Around you, though, in the cube in which detect magic is active, you can see like neon on a black background. It looks is like it, is it dark blue? Humanoid figures uh like covered in a bed sheet, like just like made to be perfect oblong five to six foot ovals sort of floating in the air around you. All of them sort of constantly going back and forth, not seeming to give a shit about you, but existing nonetheless. Okay. All right. That's a really nice song, Adam, but we should really probably get going. Yeah, I agree. What do you do? Let's make our way back to route one. Understood. Hey, guys, so I found this neat thing. It's magic around us. Got it. Great. You guys know that now. <laughs> There's a bunch of humanoids, about five or six feet ovals in size, you know, floating. Right, well, you, I got to say, you're acting very calm for having but, just seen I mean, what is effectively ghosts. It doesn't seem like they're paying me any mind. Yeah. Okay. So, and it's been a you know, crazy day. I feel non-threatened, <laughs> and I, too, am a little tie-tie, so I'm just kind of like, cool. I thought that. I was tie-tie. There's magic here. You can all be um, tie-tie. We're all tie-tie. When you arrive back at Route 1, it is as you left it, although it is constantly getting darker around you. The blobs that you have come in contact with in the past, you can still see very plainly. Some of them are like horizontal behind a bush. Some of them are hiding behind uh, buildings. And some of them, the ones that are closer to you, have noticed you at this point. I have a question, DM. Uh-huh. So in the uh, in the prologue to this episode, you mentioned that the sun never sets, but now we're speaking about the the it getting dark out. Yes. So as I described, 
the sun never sets, or at least it does outside of the bubble. Like it's still sure. Earth out there. And the bubble is, I would say, like 80 to 90% opaque. So it is different inside the bubble, but only slightly when the sun is up rather oh, than Oh, I misunderstood. I thought you were saying the sun never sets. The bubble like has like a natural dim to the light all the time. No. I misunderstood. You, My apologies. If you look up, you can tell if the sun is up or down. It's just mm. I can't see the okay. sun. Correct. The, it's just okay. a lighter or darker purple that you're looking at. That was my confusion. Oh, okay. okay, I would like to keep my light spell. Wonderful. <laughs> I will also keep me describing this end because if you were confused, I'm sure others were too. <laughs> so so uh, we're camping in Sally D's? I'm fine with whatever, but I just need a bathroom. <laughs> oh. Like right, right now. I mean, there's a tree over there. There's a gravestone right there. There's a gravestone. <laughs> yeah, the gravestone's good enough. Can you guys turn around? Uh, I, tu- I turn around. Yeah. And I continue turning. Okay. Fade, <laughs> three fade to black on that scene. <laughs> Understood. <laughs> what happens after that scene, the end of which was James pissing on a gravestone? All implied. <laughs> <laughs> so when we get there, I assume we just, we're, we're, we're there now. Yeah. At Salzo Marcos? Sure. Yeah. The sandwich shop that we started at across the street from Abe's Lair. Yes. Um, where we're, we're choosing not to go to. <laughs> are those two, like, trolls still fighting ogres? Oh, yeah. As you walk down Route 1, they are bonkers in the jump, that is, in front of the Clinton Antique Shop. They are actually not fighting at this point, but they are oh, yeah. both sitting at the table, kind of like... <sighs> <sighs> And then one of them you see just like picks up his fist and goes like, and punches the other one in the temple who just goes, fuck. (sighs) And that one puts his head down like he's just trying to catch his breath for a moment. So they are sporadically still fighting, but in a sitting position while sitting across on a table. Okay. Well, I I, want to say if, if I were to like categorize my magical prowess into like some type of spell slot type situation, I would like to say that I'm out of them at this time and can only cast weaker versions of my spells. So if we want to engage these ogres while they're tired, that's fine. Just know that I will not be as effective as I would like to be. I walk over to the ogres. Oh, fuck. Hey, um... (laughs) We noticed you guys are fighting a bunch. We're not here to like cause you harm, but we we just uh, we just want to get your vibe. Where'd you come from? What are you doing? Can you give us any information? Also, your taxes are due. <laughs> also, I don't want to talk about that yet. Okay. Yeah, he has purposely not brought up that he is looking for lots or money. As you walk over, Bonkers and the Jump both kind of look up and turn over to you, and they're like. Oh, you are very small, says one of them. The other retorting, "Mm, that is an astute observation, Bonker. You are (laughs) a very smart boy. Wow, they're intelligent ogres. I wouldn't say that. What do you want? Well, we just want to, like, know what's going on here. Like, you you appeared here to us Mm. fighting Mm. all the time, forever. Mm, Did you destroy the antique store? Yes. Yeah, we, uh, What'd you do? a lot of people were just like, we'll take the teleporting into our new abodes option. We chose dig upwards and destroy. It was just sort of more our brand. Dig upwards? Yeah. Are you ground trolls? 
Or no, ogres? ground tr- What the fuck is what the fuck is this guy talking about, jump? Yeah, I don't know, but he's getting on my nerves, I'll tell you that much. What do you want, dude? Hey, your dick's out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love this guy. He said <laughs> my dick's out. Your your dick your dick is out. What? He looks down, he's like, oh, that is crazy. Anyway, uh, I, I want to. And that's why I thought it was the junk, not Adam the jump. And Chad here. <laughs> uh, do we know how much these guys owe in taxes? Yes, twelve lots. Okay, let me try something on these guys. Oh Jesus! Hey ogres, uh, these guys don't represent me. I have a oh, separate thing that I'm I'm doing over here. Sure. I got some magic beans to sell you. Oh boy! Uh, <laughs> you you're new here in town, and everybody yeah. here. Is clamoring for my magic beans. I lean into Adam and I say, I've read this book before. (laughs) Same. Hey, James, come here really quick. Mm -hmm. And I I pull James off and says, why don't you cut them in half so we have more? I mean, that's uh, something that on the street will usually get you killed, but maybe it'll work here. (laughs) (laughs) Are you cutting them in half in front of them? Maybe we do that next time, guy. Maybe next time. Maybe next time. I got. I got. Let me just do a little quick math here. I got four magic beans, and they're three lots each. And if you eat these magic beans, it'll. uh, You're gonna never want to fight again, or you'll want to fight even more. Fighting is our life. What are you talking? No, no, no. I I I meant to say is. Yeah. Whether you like fighting or dislike fighting, it'll we like fighting. I think that's very it'll, clear. It'll enhance either experience. Yeah. Here, here's the deal. Yeah, you can while fighting, you will be able to fight longer because the it the will jump make the puts his fingers in his punches. ears and goes la 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 la. Too many stupid words from too many stupid tiny bitches. And the bonkers looks over at him and goes, "You know what? No, 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 no. You know what?" Or this could pers- be an opportunity. And the jumps like still like la la la. What's that? An opportunity. Shut up! Opportunity. Oh my god! What What are you thinking? Well, we were thinking about doing our first episode tonight. They're here. Weird, tiny. Hey, and uh, that one turns around and looks at you guys and goes, "Okay, here's the deal. One, if you take this deal, we don't kill you. Two, you can give us the beans or whatever." Uh, that sounds fucking dope. How much did you say? 12 lots. That is the exact amount we owe in taxes. That is crazy. Three, uh, all those things will occur, but first, you gotta be on hot takes. Do you have a recap and review podcast as well? Uh, okay. Don't fucking put me in a box over here. It is not a recap and review podcast. It's for hot goss and hot takes. If you'd like to take a seat... Uh, we were already recording. We've been recording for about twelve hours now. It's well, sort of help me in. Great, 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 great. Do you guys all sit? Yeah, I sit a hundred percent. Bonkers looks over and uh, I don't sit. <laughs> he picks you up. Chet if you want to do a dex check, you can. But he picks you up and puts you in a chair. I will do a, make a dexterity saving throw. Understood. Uh, that's a fourteen. Uh, a fourteen. You wiggle, wiggle. Uh, but I believe he uh, still oh, is able to put you in said chair. If you want to leave after that, you sure as heck can, but you are now in that chair. Bonkers turns around and looks to the table 
at that said table are six large styrofoam looking spheres that are connected to cables. The cables then connected to the ground and bonkers goes, Oh, today is a special one. Folks. We got three flesh sacks here on the show for episode one here on heck on earth, our new pad. And the, the jump goes <laughs> pad. Bonkers goes, guys, tell the good fine folks back in heck what your whole fucking deal is now before we kill you. Okay, we got the hottest gossip on Clinton uh, community leader and man about town, Ryan. <laughs> that is cool. Yeah, spread the hot goss. Uh, Chad, in this moment, can you please roll me a deck save? Uh, that is better. Significantly, <laughs> it's a 21. Okay, the jump was leaning over and trying to light your beard on fire, uh, but you saw that coming and you kind of just, just did a switch. He goes, ha, ha, ha. I just, I grab my beard when he tries to light it and I just like kind of slide it out of the way and then I put it back. <laughs> that was weird, bougie beard. <laughs> so you got the goss, huh? Let us know. That's, that's right. Spill it. Uh, well, well, Adam, you were telling me, uh, uh, Ryan... Uh, he, he's got some, uh, he's a pervert. You said that, right? I did. I did say that. Uh, 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 please say a little more. <laughs> he expound upon that. Uh, yeah. Ryan's a little bit of a perv maniac. Uh, mm-hmm. just, um, you know, that, that, that's just, uh, who's kind of like, uh, he's the mayor of Clinton. Yeah. Oh, so he's gone. Right. Yeah. Well, in fact, why are you you guys here? here? The the crazy stuff he got up to before that. No. Okay. I personally don't give a shit about a little flesh bag who's gone. What I'm looking for, hot gasson, is for you to spill on like uh, demons you have met. Okay. okay, Well, you know Tessa von Jorp. Oh, 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 the mayor. That she's embezzling. I banged her. Okay, Bonkers looks at Chad and is like, embezzlement. Oh, my God. And the jump is like, fuck that. What did you say about banging her? And then <laughs> yeah, he presses yeah. a button and he goes, bring, bring, like, wing sound, like, uh, uh, boing, boing sounds. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 like a, a soundboard. Like, yeah, he has a soundboard. Yeah. <laughs> Bonkers and the jump. I went into the office to talk about a map, and <laughs> she just was so into what I was had going on, which is oh, a normal yeah. thing for me. Uh, and uh, yeah, we did we we all, all the way to fifth base. Oh, what is four and five? Describe them in detail. <laughs> well, uh, you don't know what four is? No. Do you want to get hit? James. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know how things work in Demon Land, but we get up to some weird stuff. Weirdly, here. Demon Land is only fisting. Okay. So, yeah, we fisted every fist, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> this, I'm just, I have so many questions. If all they do is fisting, what are the first three bases? It was a euphemism, Chad. I should have lit you on fire when I had the chance. All right, we're bored. Please join us next time where we will make the flesh sacks, fight our pal. Uh, his name's Ernie. And uh, whoever wins, we will make them fight someone else all for your listening pleasure thanks for listening to the first episode of hot takes with bonkers wow. and the jump and we'll see you <laughs> and listen time. to my podcast it's called the hbo boys nope don't do it Wait, the hbo that sounds amazing
And I think everybody you should hear it. It's that. actually quite amazing. Wow. Like the 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 uh, intellectual prowess of these members okay. <laughs> speaking about uh, uh, popular culture and television shows wow. on different streaming services. They, they like to say it's on HBO, but really they li- watch yeah, all sorts right, of other stuff right. too. And really, there's very little HBO. It's it's quite good. Do they do um, actual plays? No. Oh fuck! Not yet. No, they don't. They don't do that. That shit's for nerds. The only thing is Ryan Brady, he's just kind of... A perv maniac. Rubs me the wrong way. Rubs me the wrong way. He's he's dead now, though. Yeah, Yeah, so don't don't worry about that. His crimes are forgiven. Oh, bonkers looks at the jump. Woo! Yes, dude. Great first show. The guests were shit, but we ruled. And the other one's like, totes, 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 totes. Hey, guys, when's this going to come out, by the way? It's live, baby. They heard it live. It comes out. Oh, oh, I thought maybe there'd be some time in there between when I said that and when people would hear it. But Uh -uh. that's okay. (laughs) There's no filter, no editing on hot goss. They both get up and start fighting each other again. Wait, no, you owe us 12 bucks. Podcast TMZ. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Sorry. Um, Bonkers walks over to you, James. He is towering over you. His stomach is like right above your head, uh, the protruding belly of Bonkers. And then he li- he goes and he lifts his belly up and 12 green lots fall out from under his belly Jesus. crease onto the floor. <laughs> go bling, 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 bling. I say, uh, I, uh, I'm, I'm equally disgusted, but also impressed that you're able to release only that exact many of lots on command. I mean, it was the exact amount we had. Uh, it is for our taxes, but fuck them. You know, they don't deserve the taxes yeah, from taxes bonkers in the suck. gump. Anyway. Oh, you know what? They do suck. I agree with you. The jump then reaches over into the hole of the uh, Clinton antique store and he goes, and for being good sports, he just sort of like puts both arms around a bunch of shit within the rubble and drops them in the middle of all of you. And is like, you can have that shit. All right. Thanks. Good luck. I'm going to look and see what he just dropped at us. Are we within a half an hour of his casting of Detect Magic? Uh, Yes, you are. Uh, so in this pile, there Good is call, only Chad. one thing that is magical. There is a, that magical at thing. the bottom of the pile, a leather bag with two straps on it, and it is zipped up the middle. Uh, you said you grabbed it? Yes. Do you open it? Um, hey, what'd you got there? I just found this in this rubble that the ogres gave to us. So kind of like generously, you know, and uh, it looks yeah, like I found this awesome bag. quarterstaff. <laughs> they are both actively fighting behind you again by the way F- like full bore they yeah. they used this podcast's time to really reinvigorate yeah and i i just want to be clear i didn't give them anything they forgot no. about that yeah they forgot about that completely yeah. <laughs> amazing so you still have still have your blueberries so i uh this leather bag is here with a zipper up the middle you said right yep i will open the bag when you open the bag you realize that inside said bag is a uh, bowling ball, and said bowling ball oh, is shit. it is black, but there are hues of green, like an ethereal green, always moving, like a uh, like a Windows background from Wallpaper Engine that is just oh always God. sort of moving. And there are three holes for fingies. When you put your fingers inside the holes, they fit perfectly oh my gosh kind of erotic the way you said it's been so long i've waited for this moment 
I knew that it would be calling to me. I knew there would be some sort of ploy for my talents in the real world in this demonic Clinton alternative that we are currently in. And this bowling ball, this magical bowling ball, will be our gateway to the future of our adventure. <laughs> what do you three do now? Well, we're, we were going to... I'm tired. My, I, I'm out of spell slots, and I'm sure Adam is too. Yes. I Well, I have one left, but yes. I'd like to reset that. So, um, is my car still at Sally D's? No, it is at Big Y, where you left it. Oh, that's right. I left it there. That's right. I mean, we could go to the tent if you want to go to the tent. We'll just have to walk there. I'm going to follow your lead. I want to go to Sally D's. They got food there. All right. Let's go get food. If you okay. call it that. You walk to Sally D's and the blobs around you are not bothering you all that much this time. They do gaze upon your gate as you go to the sandwich establishment, but they aren't up in your shit. I'm casting Mage Hand and just kind of like getting used to it. Yeah, sure. It's kind of like a weird experience to like have a hand not connected to my body. Yeah. (laughs) As you enter Sally D's, You believe you are going to enter a place that is dark and lifeless. It is the exact opposite immediately. Behind the counters set up are three, four, like, gigantic-looking chefs. They look humanoid. They all have cigarettes in their mouths. They all have a rooster Like, each of them have a rooster sitting on their right and or left shoulder. They, one of them has a rum bottle in his hand. It's like, ah! Uh, Around them, running food around are little three-foot-tall flames. Like, they have a flame for a head, and their body is also fire, and they're like, and they're, like, throwing food at the chefs, the biggest one in the middle, taking some ratatouille horse shit. He's just taking stuff and putting it down, making a sandwich, throwing it up to the cashier, and who is putting it in a bag, and then putting that bag in a, like, there's like a box that she puts it in. It looks like a, like a microwave. She presses a button and ding, and then opens that box right back up, and the bag is gone. As you three walk in, the place comes to a grinding halt and looks oh. over at you. Oh, great. They're, they're still open. All right. I'm going to order a... Uh, I'd like <laughs> to get a, a foot long, uh, like a chicken cutlet with pickles and like pesto and, and uh, mozzarella cheese if you have it. Like fresh mozzarella. I don't want like the sprinkle mozzarella. I want like the fresh mozzarella. And then uh, toast it on like the panini press if you could do that. That'd be great. You want peppers? Oh, God. Yes. Thank you. Peppers. Absolutely. Understood. The place starts going again immediately. <laughs> the uh, guy is just like taking like chicken just came into his right hand. You don't know where that came from. There, uh, uh, He takes his hand from below the counter and back of him has some peppers that are moving. They're like squirming like insects in his hand. He squishes them. They stop moving and he doom, slams it on some bread. The bread is, it's like two feet long and um, a half a foot wide. He takes his forearms Jeez. and goes and squishes it in either way and it goes to exactly one foot long and he licks up the side to go and closes it wraps it 
throws it to the cashier and goes, next. You guys getting anything? Yeah, I'm going to get a chicken cutlet on a hard <laughs> roll with lettuce, tomato, mayo, yeah. a honey mustard, yeah. salt and pepper, yeah. and fresh moots, please. Untoasted. <laughs> Let's just say if you want something as well, James, James, he doesn't know your name. Uh, okay, what do you want also? <laughs> Uh, you, uh, uh, you skinny, yeah, skinny I mean, stud with eight pockets. For no particular reason, I'm feeling pretty sick. I think I'll be all right. Uh, nothing to eat. Understood, pussy. And then he, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that guy goes off into the back and he, you see him in the back open up a freezer. In the freezer, everything is on fire actively. He pulls oh. something out. He puts his hand in, pulls something out. It doesn't seem to hurt him at all. And he comes back to the front. The cashier behind you is all of us. Like, you turn back to see the cashier. It's just another one of the chefs. Like, oh. they all kind of look like twins. They have five o'clock shadows on their smocks. It's just blood. Lots and lots of blood. They have like four belts on, like too many belts. And every time you look over at them, the rooster goes, they're taking swigs of the rum and they go, okay, okay, okay. That'll be one lot each. Well, we need well, to right, hand them well, right? I, I hand them the, a lot. Well, what if, whoa, whoa, pocket. whoa. From my pocket. <laughs> James is, by the way, the one who is currently in possession of the 12 lots. Chad, right. you are in possession of the three lots from the town hall, making your total 15. What yes. about the two from Ryan? Right. I think Adam, you have the two right from now. Ryan, so making the total 17. So I would like to take out cash money, human cash money, and I would like to put it on the table. Lots are on their way out, dude. This is the real shit now. I know it's hard. Currency changes. The euro struggled for such a long time. But I'm telling you, you want to get it on the bottom floor here. This is called dollars. And we promise it's not like crypto. And see, he's trying not to pay. Instantly, one of the chefs is behind you, looming over you and over your shoulder. I'm trying, I'm trying to, pay. to pay. I'm trying to pay. I'm trying to get you guys. This, this is worth it. It seems more. like you're giving us a hard time. Just give us the fucking lots or get out. I give him a lot. Yeah, I'll give him a lot, too. Oh, paying customers. My favorite. Look, all I'm saying is you're missing out, dude. Don't care. He instantly is back behind and currently making more and more food, passing it above you guys. The cashier, another one of the chefs, puts it into a bag, bag into the thing, presses a button, opens, smoke, 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 thing is gone. Anything else I can help you with? Yeah, I'll take a fox and park. I don't know what the fuck that you want a fox in a park. You go to a park, find a fox. Nope, never mind. Understood. Just to be clear for our listeners, Fox and Park is the name of a regional soda, which is sold only. Thank you very much. <laughs> <in> Southern Connecticut. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I pull Chad aside, just kind of like lean to the side with him. Yeah, we got to leave James, his, am I right? We have into to his ear. Us down. <laughs> and I say to Chad, I'm like, those ogres only old owed 12 sandwiches in Texas. <laughs> I know. I know. I was just thinking the same thing. Perhaps it was quarterly. <laughs> 12 sandwiches? <laughs> 12, 12 sandwiches quarterly. Um, I mean, to be fair, we haven't tried these sandwiches yet. Maybe this is like amazing food. Maybe this is like like gourmet, change my life kind of flavor. Am I still um, in 10 minutes of um, detecting magic? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> As you get handed these sandwiches, they all do glow with a magical residue to them. Well, Chad, I have some news for you. 
<laughs> oh, it, how? what's that? These sandwiches are magic. I mean, you haven't tried it yet. No, no, literally, I can tell that uh, it's magic. Uh, oh. I know, I'm start, I'm trying to get used to it, too. That's so weird. I know. I'm so used to, like, technology and, like, coding and I stuff. I eat it's the really sandwich. It's really weird to, like, think about. I mean, you eat, <laughs> I the, eat sandwich. the sandwich. Adam, when you eat the sandwich, you feel a a whimsy come upon you. You don't know what's different, but you feel more energized than you did prior. Oh, my God. Chat. Yeah. Yeah. Eat your sandwich. You won't have to sleep. What? I feel bright and new. All right. How many servings can I get out of this sandwich? One. One sandwich, one serving. (laughs) (laughs) But I got a foot foot long. He got a hard roll. Yeah, this is heck on earth, baby. That's how it works. (laughs) All right. Hey, James, I'd really prefer that you got this sandwich. James, you should get the sandwich. It'll I mean, make you yeah, feel wonderful. Fine. But I don't have to eat it right now, do I? As a, as a member of the, the HBO Boys podcast, I feel like you should you should have this. We have to go on this journey together. All right. You have to take it pretty seriously. <laughs> just a sandwich. I mean, I, I just, mean, I've I just Sean really... Marcus before. It's okay. I, yeah. <laughs> What did he say? He's right behind you. I am tired of being told we are mediocre here at Sal DeMarco's. It's just the regular guy. (laughs) It's the just the regular owner. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. What are you guys doing? Um, well, we're rejuvenated, right? We feel good. You feel better. You you don't like you don't have any spell slots back. No, no, no. Right. Like this has not caused you to have a long and or short rest. You just feel better. Yeah, I'm still exhausted, guys. I mean, I didn't, I didn't want to do it because I can't stand Ryan, but I guess we should go and sleep. And- <laughs> Ryan's gonna actively you know kill you. <laughs> you know what? We should go. We should go. Um, go back there because you know Ryan was cleaning those watches for us for some extra income, and uh, let's go get those lots. As you come upon the Abraham Pearson School and. Go into the blue square portal going down into Abe's lair. Just sitting down and splayed out on his mahogany desk is Statue Abe. You don't know if he's asleep or dead or you don't know if statues have to sleep. But he doesn't seem to be currently (laughs) conscious. Sure. And in the way back corner, sleeping on a... It looks like uh, like a makeshift bird's nest, but for people, is uh, is Ryan. Uh, hey, Ryan. The NPC Ryan is startled awake, and it's like, ah! And immediately, a shimmering field appears around him. Oh. Like, he is engulfed by light, and he's like, oh, fuck! Oh! The light then dissipates, and he looks up at you and is like, you guys gonna sleep here tonight or what? You, you okay, dude? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. You were just you were just engulfed in light. What the hell just happened? Oh yeah, that's happened once or twice today. When I got freaked out and I walked into the building down the way and I met that whatever I met, uh, freaked out shield of light around me. Don't know, have no fucking clue what's going on with me, but uh, it does keep happening. Anyway, what are you guys doing? How's your night been? That's chill. Do you have any more lots? No. No, I got the two lots today. Uh, the dude said he would give me two more lots tomorrow if I polished uh, more clocks. So that's the, that's the goal. Sweet. I'm going to go sleep. So I do that. Understood. James? Uh, yeah, I'm already asleep. 
Understood. You guys all get a uh, a good night's slumber. You uh, go to sleep around 11 p.m. And the morning comes around. Like, when do you three wake up, do you think? Five. Yeah, hackers wake up early. <laughs> so you said five, Adam. I'll say uh, seven. James, do you hear them awake? What time do you wake up? Wait, what? This is important to me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm waking up. I'm waking up beside you. Oh, yes. You guys are butts to nuts. So we get the benefits of a long rest? As you guys wake up, yes, you all have a long rest. As you guys all wake up, uh, Ryan is already sitting and polishing clocks. And he's like, hey, sleepyheads, what's going on? You guys look over and Abe has taken the map out of your pocket, James, mm-hmm. and would, while you slept, and is now hovering over it, looking at it intently. Okay. Wait, what, what you doing? Where did you get this map? I, I found it. I didn't take it from anybody, if that's what you're intimating. We, got it, we stole it from Tessa. You found it from Tessa? Yeah. It was in her, in the town hall, and we feel like... Uh, if it's in the town hall and we are the only really true residents of the town, it belongs to us. <laughs> That's some bold, bold moves, boys. That's what they call me, Bold Chad. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wow, close one. Anyway, <laughs> seems to be nine points on this map. Have you figured out what they are? No, but do you know what they are? I do not. But. Figuring out what Tess is hiding and what they've built seems like a good first thing to figure out, doesn't it? Hey, Abe, we were walking around earlier and it was so Mm. weird that we saw a butterfly at night. Um. I look at him intently. Oh, like the bug? You saw a bug? Does that mean anything to you? That you saw a bug, Chad? No. What the, what are we doing here? We saw a butterfly at at night. night. Yeah, say it slower. The slower you say it, the more you would I see a moth at that point, but not this time, baby. <laughs> we saw a butterfly. Uh huh. At night, we <laughs> were led to your gravestone. You you, did you get? Did Tess give you brain damage? What's happening right now? <laughs> we were led to your gravestone by a shadowy figure who was known as the Butterfly, Mister Butterfly. Uh, Does that mean anything to you? At, at, have- and it happened. At night. At night. <laughs> it happened right, last night. In right, right, right. Since it's the only night this happened since this all started. A shadowy figure, huh? What did he That's say? What it looked like. He said... Oh shit, I gotta go. And then he teleported away. Okay, that's fair little information. Uh, yeah, I don't know what a butterfly you saw is doing. I, 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 let's focus on what we know, which is this map means something. So go out there and figure out what that something means, right? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Can I? So, so um, you don't, you don't know any, yeah, I wanna, I wanna do an insight check on this guy. Yeah, he, he, yeah, yeah this, that's this, what I wanna sure. do. Cause he knew, he knew, Abe, uh, you rolled a, poorly. It's a nine. You get the feeling that he has no idea what you're talking about. All right, I'm gonna also do that. Twelve, ah, uh, eleven. Again, nothing. Mm. You have a minus one wisdom. So obviously the name hasn't Fuck. worked, and you said that he saw something and disappeared. That's the detail you gave him. That also didn't work. Okay. Do we want to give him more information? Yeah, go ahead. Tell him the story. So we. Uh, we're at... We tell him the story. 
Yeah. <laughs> Understood. Yeah, we tell them the story. <laughs> and we I don't think we omit anything at this point. There's mm-hmm. really no reason to omit anything. Yeah. He said he works for one of the big guys? Yeah. Okay. He kind of made it, he was like not surprised that you weren't helpful. Mm. We may have led him to believe that you were not very helpful. That's not nice of you. How dare you? <laughs> I'm offended. I'll be honest. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, you don't really know what's going on here. No, so. I don't. I'm yeah. looking for information, which is your... Sorry, I'm becoming frustrated. <gasps> Breathe okay, Abe into your statue lungs that I don't believe exist, which is freaking me out. <sighs> Listen, weirdly enough, the description that you gave me has not narrowed it down that much. There are a <laughs> lot of celestial figures who believe I'm a bum. So... Uh, if he enough. works for, quote, one of the big guys, then that is most likely a god of some kind. But it also could be a demon. He could be lying to you. So you report to a god? I don't report to anybody. People only report to if someone has dominion over them. And currently, no one has dominion over this guy. He he moves his arms and he like goes too far and he smashes his thumbs into his face. He doesn't smile or like make any he doesn't say ow, but his thumbs just chipped off and fell to the ground. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> I gotta get used to these fucking statue arms. This is just an avatar of the real Abe. All right. Let's go to the closest spot on the map. But before we do that, hey, Ryan, did you get any more lots yet? <laughs> he just woke up. He just woke up. I know, but... Is he working all night? They didn't get direct deposited into his bank account. Like, Yeah, no, this is a good point. He tells me to go over uh, around five with the bucket. So if you come after that, I will gotcha. uh, give you the the lots. Thank- You're welcome, <laughs> by the way. Already. <laughs> Thank you. Already pissed about this. Just keep polishing, and we're going to be great. Will hey, do. James, for the for the good of the pod, I just want to make sure that you you ate that sandwich that I gave you. Uh, yes, I ate it. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Why? What? What is your deal with this sandwich? <laughs> I just want to make sure that you're you're not hungry, and that mm. you know that the, the you guys you you would a podcast again. Okay, for reasons I don't really like to talk about, I actually don't really need to eat that much, so I would say don't worry about it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I snort ephedrine if we're all being honest with ourselves. Okay, what do you guys do? Uh, so, yeah, we go to the nearest dot on the map. That's Purple not dot. the town hall. That's not the town hall, yes. The nearest dot on the map that is not the town hall is Chips Pub 3, a local yeah. eatery and bar that is through the center of town. So you you will have to go uh, over the Indian River, but you sure as heck can uh, go there. How are you going to get there? Assumably walk? <laughs> yeah, no, we're going to walk. I mean, it's right down the road. We yeah, live in Clinton. we're going to walk. The, the, the Clinton's like two miles wide. Like we're, <laughs> we'll, We could walk anywhere <laughs> we need to go. That's true. <laughs> you walk by Scottish Dave's Pub. It sounds like there is a ruckus inside there. You walk by Coffee Break. There are demons you can see inside just like peacefully having breakfast but they and they seem less ruckus than the ones at the bar across the street <laughs> early fucking bar <laughs> yeah there are when you go by uh, grand of pete's 
a local pizza restaurant, obviously. You can see that there are demons of all shapes and sizes in there as well. They're just eating or lying on the ground. And then you go by the building that Ryan was describing. Now the restaurant's Nada's, but he said his father used to own the building. You look in there, there is nothing to be seen. It is dark as all heck. As you are coming up on Chips Pub 3, across the street is a place that we saw you in episode one, CVS Pharmacy. CVS, And you notice from afar first the sound a roar and then you see a bright orange light reflecting off of surfaces as you get to the intersection before cvs and as you come around the corner you see cvs pharmacy is completely on fire and burning to the ground oh no i wanted another maricone dream yeah, all the ice cream is gone. It's Now it's really melted. Is there anybody around? You do not see anybody around, especially at CVS, although you do can, you can hear ambient noise coming from the building across the street, which is Chips Pub 3. I mean, so like, it's, it's like totally on fire. The entire building is roaring in flames. Okay. Guys, um, I, I, I'm, I'm at a loss here. I don't, I don't know what's yeah, going on. Yeah, I don't know what to do there. Well, I guess uh, pub? <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps a drink about this? <laughs> yeah, we yeah. stroll into the, the the route one entrance to Chip's pub. Okay. Because there's two yeah. entrances. As you walk up, you see the back of a large animal. It looks like a giant bear that is standing on its hind legs the bear when it hears you guys walk up to the doors immediately 180 and gallops on over to you and then gets up on its hind legs towering over you and goes will that be three for breakfast oh this is jarring yes oh okay wonderful uh my name is charlie nice to meet you what's your guys names my name is Chad. I am Adam. And I'm I'm James. <laughs> okay, that was a weird experience I just had with you guys where you all really were weird about your names, but that is fine. Inside or well, outside? I mean, I, to be honest, I've never met a server who was curious about what my name was, so I was taken off guard. Well, I'm and meeting new was people. A large it's, sort of my, it's my second day on Heck on Earth. Gotta meet new people. All the NPCs Ryan does sound the same. <laughs> <laughs> Can you guys all roll me a perception check, please? Happily. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, it's even worse. Four for me. I got a nine. Shamus. Ooh, look at oh, me. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. There you go. James with a And I'm 17. not even on drugs yet. Yeah. <laughs> in the game. In the game. In the game. Chill, 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 chill. So, James, you realize this much more than Chad and Adam do. But from where the bear just came from, he was sitting on top of something. And it looks like a a purple obelisk with black veins running up and down it. The veins uh, are pulsing, getting bigger and then smaller. uh, Kind of like veins in a penis, now that I'm saying it out loud. And... (laughs) Is that a picture of a baby you're showing? Why are you showing us a picture of a baby? It's my baby. Okay. Oh, my God. Good. Thank you. Put the baby away now. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I swear to God, Chad, next time we are doing a D&D campaign, when, you know, our home campaign that you DM is together next year, probably, <laughs> I am going to just show you a picture. Do you, do you like this puppy? Uh, this, like is, this is revenge for all of the, the cookie game you guys play. <laughs> cookie Run Kingdom or... is an important game. Chad. Yeah. Okay. Or whatever else you guys are playing on your phone while I'm giving giving important background narrative information. That does make a lot of sense. And then at the top of the obelisk, the it looks like the top fourth was just kind of sheared off to make a mm. flat surface for the uh, bear to sit on. Okay. Forgive my ignorance. What is an obelisk? We went over this. An obelisk is 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 a a, a cubic <laughs> tower like the Washington Monument. We we actually did talk about this last time. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah. yeah, yeah anyway. Yeah. What do you guys do? I would like a, a table for three, please. Understood. Inside or outside? See, most people like to eat outside, but guys, I prefer eating inside. I just feel more comfortable inside. Let's eat inside. I want to check out some of these characters. I'm kind of curious what's on the TV. That as well. So, Bar? Yep. Yeah, okay. Let's really eat at the so bar. At the bar. Uh, yeah. Charlie opens the two doors. He pushes the first one too hard. All the glass breaks. He doesn't mind that at all. He's like, that was bound to happen. The second one, he goes slower. He's like, learning from my mistakes. <laughs> he brings you uh, to the bar on the left. Inside is not that many creatures. There's a few goblins-looking creatures, uh, small, green, big ears sitting at the bar. They have suits on, and they're kind of keeping to themselves. Behind the bar is a like a, a half orc you don't you probably don't know <laughs> what these specific races look like but it looks <laughs> like a half orc woman uh, a lot of piercings on her face she's currently pouring a black thick liquid into one of the goblins cups and charlie brings you to an empty space in the bar and says, uh, like, okay, uh, sit right here uh, and just, like, think real hard about what you want, and then it will uh, be there. Okay, bye. Wait, wait, Charlie, before you leave. Yeah. Have you seen any mysterious people come in and out of here uh, <laughs> repeatedly? I have been here for 12 hours. Everybody is equally mysterious to old Charlie. Touche. I'm kind of impressed how quickly they organized and, and assimilated into our town. It's I like know. they had a plan. So there was there was a plan where where Bear Man was going to seat people at the restaurant. Well, I mean, what you do know is that they've had three hundred years. Fair enough. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they've to mapped it all out. It culture. seems as though they have a very specific plan. I started thinking uh, really hard about a uh, bourbon on the rocks. Poof! Right in front of you. It appears the glass that it is in is like a bright red chalice. And what you asked for is maybe in there. I uh, think really hard about a just an ice cold fruity ass Mai Tai. Uh, same bright red chalice <laughs> and a different colored drink, the color of a Mai Tai. And it's mm. like... I, I appreciate that I started a precedent of drinking first thing in the morning. No, no, no. This is, we need to cope. Yeah, you guys have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. James, do you want anything? Uh, yeah, I'm still dealing with a mysterious stomach issue, but no, I'm good. Wonderful. 
I, um, does James um, the character have a tapeworm we're unaware of? I mean, it's a, it's a side effect of, of his, his love of fresh fruit. Of an opioid addiction? Okay, got fresh <laughs> fruit. His love of fresh fruit. Can I just roll to like look at my surroundings and see if there's any sort of like door out of place that may lead to what this purple dot is? No, there is nothing out of place. You can see, though, if you're looking at the map, where the yeah. purple dot is as opposed oh. to where you are sitting. You guys are sitting at the bar, and the purple dot is directly on the obelisk that was previously described. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Guys. Yeah. I think I want to get a bagel. Poof. Okay. <laughs> I got a bagel. I really want some. <laughs> I really want some fucking dumps, dude. Poof, 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 poof. Oh, my God. Oh, I, I, fried I, wontons. I, I think really hard about like a big package of blueberries. Nothing happens. No, like regular oh. blueberries. Something. Poof, poof, they Jim, happen, Jim. but they are blueberry pancakes. There is no going off menu here at Chess Pub 3. <laughs> All right, James, I got you these blueberry pancakes. They're not blueberries like I know you like. Oh, no, these are the kind of blueberries I mean when I say blueberries, for, for sure. <laughs> Why are you still being coy? They have all watched you do drugs over and over again. Well, clearly I'm convinced. Yeah. Well, you got your own shit going on. I eat my bagel and I say, um, guys, so this is the second time we've seen one of these obelisks. And it's the second time that they've been in the location that they're marked on the map. So I think these yeah, obelisks right. might be important. I agree. Um, what um, is the, what is the obelisk? Like, is it's, I'm, I'm envisioning like a black, like obsidian kind of metallic. I think this is the first time you've seen an obelisk in the wild. Though. Yeah. I think this is the first time we've actually seen it. How, how did it come up in conversation? No idea. Listen back. You can uh, find out by listening to the HBO boys home podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Episode one and two now available. All right. Well guys, this obelisk here is, was not here before. I know I come here all the time. Uh, agreed. <laughs> I agree with you. So, Pre- you know, pre heck on earth or pre heck on earth. Yeah. No, yeah. For sure. We, we were obelisk lists. Yes. Good. So this, this must that. be important. I agree. Can, uh, can we, mm, how far is it away from us? It's, we're at the bar. So it's like 10 feet. Yeah. 10 feet. So I wouldn't waste your detect magic. No, it's no, no. Probably magic. It's, it's pretty magic. Thinking like, is there a way we can interact with it? I suppose we cast mage hand. One of us can cast Mage Hand and try and like see. Touch I've been it. I've been playing with the Mage Hand. It's not very strong. Oh. Like it, I feel like it could only like that bowling ball you have probably yeah. can't pick up the bowling ball. Can't pick up the bowling ball. It can only pick up things that are about ten pounds, as far as I oh. can tell. And that bowling ball, unfortunately, is a twelve pound ball. Twelve ball. exactly. Yeah, of course. <laughs> the Bear Man is. Uh, yeah. Does he like? Watching him, does he 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 is generally on the obelisk, or does he like have like a patrol, or does he ever leave for any reason? Uh, he leaves to do exactly what he did with you guys, which is seat people. But he sits atop the obelisk, just intently waiting uh, to be a good member of a customer service team. And and does the obelisk seem like it's fastened to the ground? Yes. Anyway, yes. It is. You can see it looks like it popped out of the ground, like forcefully popped out of the ground. So, so presumably there's more obelisk underground. It could be an iceberg situation. You do not know. As you are having this conversation, one of the eight foot tall, nondescript 
creatures from the town hall walks up and waits to be seated. Charlie gets up and is like, oh, oh okay. Hey, hey, how you doing? Um, Chad, you want to run point? I feel like this is a James situation. Oh, yeah, that's right. Charlie goes, oh, Humphrey, what are we looking for? And uh, Humphrey's like, ah. I don't know, just, uh, I'll be at the bar, that's fine. And Charlie walks Humphrey into the bar. Why do you guys want to mess with these dudes? We don't, we we, we want to investigate this uh, this obelisk. I would love to get a closer look at it, but you seem to be much sneakier than me. Yeah. Okay, I, I, I'm gonna use my stealth to sneak over to the obelisk without attracting undue attention to myself. All right, I'm going to cast Mage Hand. I got a 14. I'm going to try to cast it somewhere where, like, they can't see it at first. And I just want to, like, knock over a bottle or something so there's, like, a noise. The bottle is knocked over. Charlie and Humphrey do not look. Humphrey is just busy sitting down. Charlie is putting or is just explaining to him the poof concept. Think what you want and uh, it will get by. Uh, James, you walk right by them. With your decent stealth check, they also don't notice you at all. You have to step over some glass from the uh, double no, doors. I, I, I knocked over but, a bottle like far away to like like not where he was was the point. Wherever the bottle is, they didn't give a shit. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> and, My point is, is like knocking over a bottle directly next to the guy trying to be quiet would have been counterproductive. Yeah, I knock over a <laughs> bottle and it's onto James into his mouth. <laughs> James, okay. you are now standing next to the obelisk uh, alone. Uh, I, 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 I rub the obelisk. You rub it real mm. good. Nothing changes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I suspected as much. <laughs> um, uh, I smell the obelisk. Mm. It smells <laughs> oh, no. like uh, it smells like basil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is, is anybody that. paying any mind to this? <laughs> Charlie is now walking back to his his seat where he sits before he is a good member of a customer service team that will be helpful here at Chips Pub, and he goes, "Hey, James, what's going on?" Before he gets there, I just want to call him over, and I just want to say, like, "Hey, Jack, um, what's up, man? We we come here a lot. That's not true. We've only been here for about." Oh gosh, about 15 hours. This is right, the first time right. And in you. that 15 hours, we've been here every day. That's a good point. Tucci. Yeah. I've never noticed that obelisk. What's its deal? Oh man, I don't know. All I was told was I should uh, guard it with my life. Uh, oh. But if I'm being honest with you, I'm sort of have a passion for uh, being a restaurateur and guarding an obelisk doesn't sound very fun. But I, you know, I sit on it. Did they tell you why? It just seems so, so strange. Tess said it was important at the uh, meeting last week. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't think they should have chosen me. <laughs> to Meeting to last week? Yeah, back in heck. There was uh, the last meeting. They've been monthly for a while now. Hmm. What else did they say at this meeting? Oh, it was just uh, getting ready, making sure all the plots would land that we had said that we're going to take over or that we had been assigned to were ready and raring to go. Uh, they were just making sure that uh, that we, we were... Uh, we were ready to move in, and the, and we were making sure that they were ready to have us. And was, I'm so glad I'm here, baby. Did somebody invite you here? What What do you mean? Yeah, like this you is said heck they, on earth. Yeah, so was somebody on Earth invited you guys to make it all hecky? <laughs> no, no, no. I I hear there was like a like a like a prophecy or a curse or whatever. At the end of the day, I get a new restaurant. All the humans are gone. Bing, bang, boom. Okay. Bing, 
Bang, boom. Well, thank you. As a, I mean, I, your, your establishment's fantastic. Uh, the quality of the food is exactly equal to my ability to, ability to imagine it. Yeah, very same. good. At the front door is a another goblin in a suit, and this one is like a like a bigger goblin, like uh, than the other ones. The other ones get out of their seat and take a chair out. Charlie is like, "Okay, well, thank you very much, guys. You need anything else? Let me know." He walks over to the goblin and he picks the goblin up with one claw and then places him in the seat. The tiny little goblins turn <laughs> the bigger one around and they all get back in their seat. And in front of the bigger goblin. It comes up like 18 hot dogs, like relish, mustard, ketchup, like the fucking works. James, mm. what are you doing? Uh, well, I've already been caught looking at the obelisk, right? Um, He is now walking back to the obelisk and he's just like, hey, man, what's going on? Nothing. This is a pretty nice obelisk. Uh, how much do you want for it? I mean, I, it, I it's not for me to sell. Uh. Honestly, I would any other chair would be so much better. This thing is uncomfortable as fuck. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, right. can I borrow it? I mean, if you can move it, you can have it. I don't give a shit. Alright, guys, this guy said we can borrow the obelisk. That's that's not nothing. I uh I I try to move it. <laughs> okay. So now all three of you are surrounding the obelisk. Uh you push it, you pull it. It is attached to the ground. Uh and this thing is is that a strength check? Yes, All right. it is. So you try to move it. It does not. Chad just rolled an 18 plus assumably something, probably a dirty no, 20 or something. Plus zero. Plus, plus zero. zero. Okay. But you, I think you get frustrated after trying to move it for a while. Maybe bang it with your fist and a tiny crack does occur on the obelisk. Can you please roll me a d4? Three. You do three bludgeoning damage to the obelisk. Okay, mm. guys. I think that you, what's, where's the next closest marking on the map? The next closest marking that is not the town hall is Lobster Landing, the Mm. lobster-based restaurant down by the water. Guys, we've had breakfast. Let's go have lunch. And I, I kind of like gesture them to (laughs) move away. We're just going on the food tour here. Yeah. Adam Adam and James, (laughs) do you agree? Sure. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I cast Magic Missile at the obelisk. Why would you? Okay. Sure. You do that. And then I run. As we leave. You run. Okay. Roll for damage. Uh, (laughs) All all three darts targeting targeting the. uh, Yep. Eight to 11 points of damage to the obelisk. A crack occurs as missiles fly out. Charlie watches you do it and is like, oh, cool. Uh, <laughs> and just likes <laughs> likes the light show. And every time a missile hits, the crack that you made gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Now, directly down the center of it, it has not cracked in half, but it is worse for wear. And by the way, as you do this, a large electric pulse happens above you on the bubble. The bubble seems to have like a seismic I see. pulse that goes through it. Any did any pieces like chip off of it or is it still kind Oh of yeah, intact? no. There are purple pieces that chipped off and as they hit the ground, they 
they kind of shrivel up and then evaporate. Okay, so nothing to pick up. I'd like to throw my bowling ball at it. Okay. <laughs> this is the first time I'm throwing this baby. Bowling ball, 12 pounds. This weapon has a loading and thrown property uh, with a normal range of 20 feet and a long range of 60 feet. Immediately after the attack, the weapon flies back to your hand. Milner the bowling ball. <laughs> Misfire on a one, yeah. you gutter ball. Very nice, Chad. And the I ball fails to return to you until the end of your next turn. Okay, okay. make an attack roll, bud. I'm, I'm going to do it. <laughs> Bad. It's real bad. You throw your bowling thank, ball at a stationary object, and uh, you just see Charlie's eyes like go from left to right like, whoa. You're, well, what are you mad at that ball? I'm uh, I'm still learning. Understood. Wait, so it should be it should be three plus your dex plus your proficiency oh. bonus. Yep. So three plus three, that's six. And then what was the last one? Your proficiency bonus. So it was eight. Okay. That change anything? <laughs> yes. With an eight, oh, okay, your good. bowling ball does in fact hit a stationary obelisk, and cool. you crack it. It's not directly on the crack that's in the center of it, but you do hit it in the top left. What's the damage for this bowling ball? Uh, I think it's one d eight. 1d8, okay. Roll 1d8. 1d8, two seconds. D8. Eight! Oh, shit! That is an wow. eight. Wow. Plus, uh, plus dex. Plus dex, three. Okay. 11. You do 11 points of damage to the obelisk. As you Let's throw go. the bowling ball at it, the obelisk explodes around you. Shards go out in all directions, but before they hit you or the ground, evaporate into a black smoke. You can see that right above this obelisk and on the bubble that you can see right above you, a hole for one moment forms. A blue sky above a shining bright sun, and then... <laughs> It closes back up, and the opaque purple and black bubble around Clinton, Connecticut is one shade lighter. Okay. As jubilation somewhere. runs across your minds, and Charlie's like, oh, <laughs> but what a show. What a show. And you all are celebrating that you've done anything of worth, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> High five. Chad. You get a tap, tap, tap on your back. Hello? I turn around. Chad, when you turn around, you see a man. That man is your height, your build, your hair. Oh. Different kind of beard. His skin, gray and hanging off, his left eye down to his chin. Chad, you are looking at a zombie version of Chad Tower come back to life. And as you turn, he looks at you dead in your eyes with his dead eyes and says, (laughs) how do you want to do this? Can everybody please roll initiative. Hey.